Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Hello and welcome to episode 169 of Lesbians Who Write. This week's topic is to-do lists. Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, the do-do-doer of all the do-do things, T.B. Markinson. Hello, T.B. How the do-do-do are you today? I didn't know I was going to get... Does that count as like being serenaded or something? Maybe, yeah. Well, that would be the first time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm, sure oh, that was... I'm sure it's not the first time. I must have serenaded you at some other time. Maybe, I don't know. But you know how uh, shitty my memory is. But so we'll, it's always this like... I'm like the goldfish. I'm always surprised. You ready for some news? Yep. Smith at Rainbow Falls is now live. This was another close one. I say this every time we publish a book, it was another close one. But this book is full of the holly jolly good feels. Um, this is the last book I'm publishing this year. I can't remember what number it is. But we're ending the year with a title with the rainbow in it. So that makes me feel extra special about it. I mean, you can't hate rainbows, can you? No. Who on earth would hate rainbows? Crazy people oh, would no. hate rainbows. I mean, this is just, like, happiness. Yeah. Like, happiness. I mean, what has a lightning fraction ever done to you? I don't know. <laughs> but, um, so this book is also connected to Take Two, which is our book in the Pride Collection. In Take Two, Sophia is filming a Christmas movie in her hometown in the middle of summer, and... Christmas at Rainbow Falls is that movie that she was filming. So in the back of Rainbow, um, Christmas at Rainbow Falls is a bonus scene for Take Two. So if uh, readers read Take Two and they want to know a little bit more, check out Christmas at Rainbow Falls. There's a bonus scene for you because we wanted to tie the two books together. And it just makes me feel extra proud, I guess, or I don't know if that's the right word, but given the terrible tragedy in Colorado Springs, it's just really important for us to keep writing our stories and to tell the haters to fuck off, but I am tired of all the violence. <laughs> Not just the actual violence, but the political rhetoric that is just, it's just all been so exhausting. So I am happy to take part in spreading rainbow joy in the world. Maybe that's With what... the Pride Collection and with Christmas at Rainbow Falls, because we got to keep doing it. We do, we do. Maybe that's what we should have done uh, today. We just called it The Rainbow Show. I mean, Nina, that's its subtitle, everyone, all right. Um, yes, with all the um, the terrible news coming out of Colorado and also the fucking capitulation of European footballers in the face of getting a yellow card uh, not to wear the One Love armband. I'm fucking fuming. I love football, but how can I love this tournament when people are being stopped going into stadiums with a rainbow hat on or just a rainbow on their t-shirt who could hate a rainbow they've even the belgium team have even been told to take the word love off the collars of their shirts it's love love does it have a rainbow on it? no just has the word love male ego fifa the patriarchy it's a fragile fucking animal isn't it and this is not just about um I, i'm gonna get off my soapbox but this is not just about lgbtq plus rights this is about human rights it's human rights so uh yes i was i'm i have been feeling very very down and depressed about it all but as one of the, i went on a little rant on social media today 
made, made me feel a little bit better. But one of my one of my lovely cousins did point out to me uh, that because I said I was struggling to take a positive, and she said maybe the positive is that uh, this is being put in the spotlight now, and there is a lot of outrage about it, as well as people saying, you know, with the football, let's just let's just look watch the football. No, let's not watch the fucking football because I'm too annoyed about it all. So yeah, you know, maybe there's a positive. I'm trying to be positive. It's very difficult. It is. It is. Like with both these things happening on, well, we got the news of Colorado Springs on Sunday, the opening day of the World Cup, and it just it just felt like a freaking gut punch, to be honest. Yeah. So it, our, our hearts go out to all those impacted by the club Q shooting and just the violence in general. So... Yes, and 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 well and well done also. I'll, I'll get off the soapbox in a minute. Well done also. I was thinking today to all the queer fans who've gone to the World Cup because that takes courage actually, and to try and go into these uh, stadiums dressed in a rainbow hat and a rainbow t-shirt. It takes courage. So you know they're fighting the fight from within. I'm ready to burn the whole thing down, but that's probably not going to um, bring about the change I want either. So good, good for them. It is bravery that I don't know if I have. I mean, but but I published a book with Rainbow in it this week, so... I think let's turn back to that. Christmas at Rainbow Falls. Go out and buy it, everybody, and read it and just be filled with rainbow love. There you go. There you go. So what else is going on? So by this time, this episode goes live, which I think it's going live on... Nope. 28th of November. Thank you very much. Numbers, lady. 28th of November, there will be the final two days of the mega sale that's going on at iHeart Suffolk. This um, sale has over 300 books involved and over 100 authors, so if you are looking to stock up your e-readers, this would be a good place to start. Am I involved in this? No. No? Okay. (laughs) You did not send us a book, no. (laughs) This one completely just went over my head so I was just thinking oh fuck do I have to reduce a book okay good I don't have to reduce a book (laughs) you're in the clear okay Um, also at iHeartSafic we have one more sale in 2022 so Claire if you want to get involved (laughs) there's the 99 cent uh, end of year blowout that will start on December 26th so we need to start prepping uh, for that one so um, authors keep an eye out on your emails we will be sending details about how to get involved in the 99 cent end of year blowout because that one also does really well as well because everyone's just gotten their shiny new uh, Amazon gift card that they're ready to cash in on, I guess. They're ready to blow out. Yeah, I missed it, did I? Yes. <laughs> I missed it. Thank you. Thank you. Always here. That's what, that's what a fabulous co-writer always does. Yeah. Picks Team- you up where you just drop the ball. <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work, TB. Also with IHS, uh, the Book Finder now has over 2,000 books in the database. So this is yet another thing to um, be proud about for the year. And I did not know this was going to be possible when we started entering book one in the database. But the 2,000th book just happened to be Christmas at Rainbow Falls. Oh, my God. (laughs) We should just call this the Christmas at Rainbow Falls jolly jolly holly in yeah, well that that is that's a lovely that's a lovely sort of full circle thing isn't it as in like i there's no way we could have planned it to do that no way whatsoever 
but um, but it happened, and so I think that made uh, both Miranda and I more than normal when we hit the publish button, because usually you're just, like, really, like, oh, is this the book? Is this the one that's going to crash my career? Still time. Yeah, still time. <laughs> we don't know. Also, it's the home stretch of Nano. I've had to adjust my word count. My original goal was 50K, but I've lowered it to 40K. So, but I've been joining the daily Zoom sprints in assist, um, that, have, that have been hosted by um, IHS. And uh, it's just a lovely experience. We have a core group of authors that get together every day and like we, we chat and shoot the shit and then we do 25 minute word sprints and then we chat and shoot shit and then do more sprints. So it's been kind of fun. You have that support and to have the accountability. I did miss one over on the on the weekend because um I I back decided to do a, a, a it just spasmed and I couldn't do anything. That was a fun day, but it is unlocked and it's not spasming anymore, so that is great. So now that the mega sale is done and Rainbow is published, I'm looking forward to going on some drives while listening to some Christmas music and check out some of the the small towns around me and all the holiday lights and. Just be able to enjoy whatever's left of this year, because I've been working nonstop this entire year. You have, so I, I hope you're going to take a little bit of time off and just uh, relax. Well, I do have like the ninety-nine cent sale, but we're taking some time off. But anywho, that is what's going on over here. It's all rainbows. Uh, okay, so over here, well, I've just come back from holiday, so that's nice. Uh, but let's let's do book things first. So um, the Christmas catch, um, I'm sure you will remember from the last couple of uh, recordings that um, it's been a bit, uh, the, the launch was a bit up and down, but things have settled down now. So hurrah, it was it was a wobbly old time, but um, now it's sort of, it's sort of doing its thing, steadily selling and being read and, uh, and the feedback is, is mainly positive. So that's all good. I did have a narrator, uh, so I was hoping to get this maybe out this year, uh, but my narrator fell through because issues it's not a it's not an audio book for me is it if a narrator doesn't fall through so now doubt is going to get out well it's not going to get out this time uh, in time for this year but next year everyone next year i will which book was it for the christmas catch my latest oh so you already had the narrator lined up and then mm. well, that, that's that's hard yeah i was gonna try it just kind of dims my rainbow news <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna try and yeah get it out and, and and it was, you know, the timeline was, was doable, uh, but not now. But anyway, there you go. That's life. Uh, however, in other audiobook news, um, you remember I I put the um, brakes on. It started with a Kiss audiobook because it was entered in the Kindle Storyteller Awards and couldn't be released while that process was on. Um, now I didn't win and it's all over. So um, it's now with both Findaway Voices for wide distribution and with a ACX for Audible and Amazon distribution. We'll see. Uh, it might already be out on wide stores because Findaway Voices is pretty quick. Uh, but, you know, maybe in the next two or three weeks that should be out. So that's good. And if you want to listen to a Christmas book, Christmas in Mistletoe came out at the end of September. So if you haven't listened to that yet, uh, go over there and listen. Fill up your ears with festivity. Festivity. <laughs> like with festivityness, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yuletide cheer. Yuletide cheer. There you go. Well done. See, you're picking me up. It's a t it's teamwork. Um, my foot, uh, my current work in progress, my football book now. <laughs> we'll all remember me a couple of months ago. <laughs> oh yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I'm gonna have this over in a couple of weeks. 
oh god this book this book is going on forever and ever and ever and we're, and i'm still only on the first draft um that's all that's the update really i've written eighty-five thousand k and i haven't finished so it's quite long it's a fucking mess uh, i'm i don't want to go back into it so i've i went on holiday for two weeks and ignored it there you go it was a good plan i think you were away for two weeks well no but i had other things to get done prior to and you know when you have that thing i don't know if you have that thing but i have that thing it's a very much a personality thing for me where if i have something to do that day then i struggle to get into the other things i have to do that day and similarly i knew i was going away at the end of that week and i was away for a full eight days so i struggled to get into it that week i did a couple of bits and bobs but i was focusing on other things Mm. Mm. So, do you think it's just going to be like a hundred k? No, no, no. I'll get it down. But I think it just needs to be. It's too slow. My problem at the moment is it's too slow at the start. Like, there's like ten chapters of, and and they're all in my head key, but I know they're not. So I just started going through it yesterday. I did a few hours yesterday, and I just shredded some chapters. I think I cut about three thousand words yesterday. And I haven't finished it. There's like two chapters to go at the end. But I thought I'll go through it. And But it needs a lot of rearranging. It needs a lot of throwing it up in the air and then putting it all back together again. And it, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because it's the end of the year and I've just launched a book. But it just seems some insurmountable at the moment. Maybe that's just sometimes how we all feel, right? And I think... I have a suggestion. Yeah. You should, you should put the numbers of the um, chapters in the random number generator... And then whatever it spits out, that's the chapter it is now. So you can rearrange it that way just by randomness. I mean, your suggestions over the last couple of podcasts have been epic. First to put some zombies in it, and now to just... (laughs) Is there a random chapter generator? Is that a thing? Well, you can just use the random number generator on the internet. And if there's like 30 chapters, you put 1 through 30, and then then it'll be like 17. So then 17 becomes like... Chapter 1. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine yeah, if, that would be fun. Imagine if you did that and then you put it out and then you got five stars. Oh, I love this book. One of Claire's best. <laughs> Especially like maybe if you make it like a puzzle book, it'd be like, <laughs> you need to put the chapters in the actual order. <laughs> it's like choose your own adventure. I was talking about this at my um, niece's christening recently and we were talking to my nephews, some of, some of whom are like in their early 20s. And we were saying about choose your own adventure books and um, they'd never heard of them because obviously they haven't been around in their lifetime. They have to be in your 30s or above, it seemed, from from the unscientific, uh, you know, thing around this table. Anybody in their 20s had never heard of a choose your own adventure book. So I was saying then they were, we were all laughing because they were saying, well, you could do it um, for the queer community. So you could say, you know, choose your own adventure or uh, choose your own gender identity or sexuality <laughs> it could be it could work right it could, it could be a big thing all over again because these kids don't know about it there you go this mm. is how you reach the the younger generation yeah weird books yeah and it doesn't have to be choose your own gender identity or or uh, sexuality it could just be choose your own adventure but they could all involve sexuality and gender identity couldn't they i think there's a market there everyone waiting to be tapped and clearly I would rather go and write a choose your own adventure book than try and work out how to finish my football book but that's for another day after this do you know what I'm doing I'm going back to my football book or sticking my head in an oven one of the two right okay so 
in the meantime, when I wasn't working on my football book, I went on holiday. Yay! So we went to Porto for my nephew's 21st birthday. He'd never heard of a Choose Your Own Adventure book. And it was epic. We had three days in a villa with my family, which was great. We had um, we had a pool. We had a get cinema room, a games room. Um, my first time ever playing beer pong, TB. Uh, and all my nephews were amazed by this because they all said, but you went to university. Beer pong wasn't a thing when I was at university. That's how old I am. Uh, I don't think it had migrated over from the US because it's a very US thing, right? You played beer pong at university? I wasn't cool, but um, it existed. Right, okay. <laughs> Maybe I just wasn't cool. Who knows? No, I was cool at university. Very cool. I drank a lot of beer. So if there had been a beer game, I would have been there. But uh, it wasn't... It, it hadn't migrated the internet wasn't there when I was at university so it hadn't migrated over um so yeah I'd never played beer pong before so I was introduced to it I wasn't the worst I wasn't the best I drank quite a lot of beer but is that losing TB or is that winning who knows um but we had to be the whole goal of the experience (laughs) we had a nice time though there was one day when it was warm enough to go in the pool well I say warm enough. The pool was still quite chilly, but it was so picture askew that we did. And then my wife and I went to Porto for four days and had a lovely time. Gorgeous city. Drank some port, walked some hills. It didn't do much other than rain, but we did spend one lovely... My wife booked a really nice hotel with like a spa and an indoor pool and a sauna and a jacuzzi and all that. And so one day it, it was forecast to do nothing but rain and it didn't. So what we did was just went to the spa and lay by the lay by the pool, did some swimming, and read both read our books for like five hours. It was lovely. That sounds nice. Mm. We also went to the Livraria Lello, which is uh, known as the world's most beautiful bookshop. Um, now it's very sort of Art Deco, Art Nouveau, Gothic interiors. A very red sort of tomato red staircase sweeping up throughout it. It is very pretty. I did take a lot of pictures. Um, yeah, so that was quite nice as well. Are you allowed to take pictures? I guess they want you to to put them on yeah. the social media so You're... they can get more people to come visit. Yes, you are. Not with a flash, but yeah. The only problem with it was that there was a lot of tourists there, a lot of people taking pictures. You actually had to buy a ticket to go. So you can't just rock up and go into this bookshop. You had to pay five euros and then you're guaranteed an entry slot. It was still too crowded for me though. I was going to say that's a nice another income funnel. I like their thinking. Oh, absolutely brilliant i thought like apparently they get four thousand visitors a day and you can just write a day how much did you pay five euros so how much is that Eighty thousand euros a day you're shitting me yeah four thousand times no four times five <laughs> twenty thousand good maths claire i was doing four times four times five yeah twenty twenty thousand euros a day that is not all of those will pay so you can just turn up and then wait in line but you, but the line was really long when we got there i have to say so i was quite happy to pay the five euros just so that you've guaranteed entry at that point but i don't know how long you had to wait maybe about an hour so what do you value more your time more five euros that's what you have to say so maybe even if they get like 20 percent of that that's still a nice little extra income funnel isn't it yeah yeah. yeah, we'll have to start to thinking of that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to challenge. I'm not sure how we implement but we should start thinking about <laughs> Five euros an episode to listen to this sparkling uh, lesbians who write. Uh, one other thing I should say that um, in Porto, there were so many Christmas shops. It really did fill my heart with good cheer. Yuletide, Yuletide cheer, as you said. Uh, so many lovely Christmas shops. And 
I did think of you because they had an awful lot of Christmas clothing as well with Disney characters on in all the shops. So I thought TB would like it here. Did I get a gift? No, you didn't, though. Damn it. <laughs> Comments, got any? We do, we do. So we have Denise, the devoted pecan farmer friend, is following orders and writing us. I just listened to your latest episode, 168. Of course, I've listened to every episode since I'm an honorary employee, still waiting on that t-shirt. <laughs> as always, you make us laugh, you make me laugh and smile as I work around the farm and listen to you curse, you two curse and talk smack. Today I was picking up pecans as it's that time of year. I really enjoyed the tidbits of real life that you put in your books. Thanks for always keeping it real. And then Denise also bought us some coffees and Denise said, buying you some pecan roasted coffee if that's a thing um i don't drink coffee so i'm not sure i think it should be a thing and you can have all the pecan uh coffee because i don't drink coffee no i can't eat nuts so oh yeah well, not good in spirit in yeah spirit, we're enjoying those coffees. yeah delicious <laughs> so we appreciate that and i love that um she was picking up pecans because i was like oh i never thought of that but i guess she does that a lot i think being a pecan farmer probably quite a lot so, yeah, you learn something every day, don't you? You do. All right, we also had another coffee. Oh, wait, do you have comments before we move? No, nothing. No, no love. Okay, so also we have another uh, coffee update from Laura. It says, Dear Claire and TV, I only discovered your podcast this month, and I love it. I'm a bit late, but I'm so happy to have so many episodes to binge now. I'm binging at work, at home, out on my walks, everywhere. Basically, you two are the soundtrack of my life these days. I love your books, too. Thanks for writing them, and thanks for cheering me up with the podcast, really. Oh, so well. We really appreciate your kind words and your support. We do, we do. And um, I quite like being the soundtrack to someone's day, don't you? I find it a little intimidating myself, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I think that just uh, puts a light on both of our personalities. It does. Do you know, do you know one other thing that happened in Porto that I should tell you? Uh, we were in a bar there was a guy you know at the he was like a one-man band guy with a guitar and a, and a and a music pedal at the front doing loops and stuff and he was a singer and uh, he said he didn't say it to anyone else he said to uh, me and my wife are, are you singers and i said oh yeah i sing and he's like oh great uh, do you want to come up here and do a song because um i like to have a break at some point too at some point and i said sure didn't think he'd ask me, TB, he asked me. So I got up and um, sang a song in front of a whole bar um, with a guy on guitar. So is that the difference between our personalities as well? I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, I was I, would, I was born for that microphone moment. Yeah, I would just go out the back door and never come back. <laughs> Whereas oh. I, I went and retook my seat and then he said to me, do you want to do another one? And I went, sure. So yeah, and then, and then I said, hello, Porto. <laughs> <laughs> what did you sing? What songs? Uh, I sang Green Day, Time of Your Life, and Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that, not ever happening. No, no, sorry. But no one really has ever asked me to sing. And I think they just see me and be like, mm, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit harsh. Come on, TV, rainbows, rainbows. Anyway, uh, is that the end of the coffees and the comments? 
is. It, it is. is. Okay, so thank you to everyone who commented. Thank you to everyone who bought us coffee. We do appreciate it. Now on to the topic at hand, which is to-do lists. So um, we wanted to show you what else is on our plate apart from writing. Uh, we're just going to take it as a given that writing is is on our to-do list. It is on mine every day. I often don't do it, but it is on mine. But just to show you that we're not just writers, we also run our own publishing companies, both of us. So what else is it that we have to worry about? So I'm going to say, I don't know if TB agrees with me here, that for me, there are three things that are non-negotiables that have to happen most days and that is writing social media and mailing list so I don't need my mailing list every every day but it's a constant thing oh and the podcast I guess as well forgot that yes does this count as social media mm. I'm not very good at social media uh, I guess no this is content marketing mm-hmm. yeah I th- I would agree with those um so yeah there's the writing there's the newsletter that's key, especially with the way Twitter's blowing up. I really recommend if you have not started your own newsletter to do so and not rely so much on social media, even though it is an important part. But um, yeah, so those are the things that, but these are our to-do lists, right? No, these aren't the ones. No. Oh, okay. So I'm just saying that those, we're, we're discounting those because that's just, they're the things that have to happen. But we're, we're looking at the other things. What are the other things on our to-do list right now? And I've covered the stuff that has to happen this in the next couple of weeks, but also a few things that have been on my to-do list forever. And one of them that I actually got done just before I went on holiday, which actually took up a lot of the week before I went on holiday, but it was really worth it. So just to say, that's to show that those things that you keep putting off actually might make a diff- more of a difference than you think. So who do you want me to kick off or do you want to go? Oh, please. I'm going to kick off with that one. If you sign up to my mailing list, you get It Had To Be You, which is a free um, Christmas romance. It's a novella. It's about um, 25,000 words, I think. If you go onto my website, uh, there's a big button that says get my free book. And if you click on that, you go to a landing page. Um, and then that you put in your your email and your name and then it says click get my free book and then you go into my email funnel and you get the free book and then you get a number of emails from me that are all set up and automated. I do all the replies myself but the emails are all set up and automated. So that landing page is very very important right Um, but I last changed that landing page probably about five or six years ago and it's shit and I've known it for quite a long time but (laughs) I've been meaning to get around and change that landing page for about five or six years. Like, I, it was only meant to be a kind of placeholder one. It was never great, but there was a part of me that thought it could be great. But it, it was a two-click landing page, which is a huge no in the first place. But anyway, ConvertKit are my email software, and they emailed me and said, are you happy with everything? And I said, emailed them back, and I said, no, I really need some help doing this landing page. And I didn't think that they would come back to me, but they did. And then I've had this guy, I've been spending probably two, three hours every day for that last week before I went away, uh, trying to fix the landing page and how it works and trying to hook up the right automations and all that. But now the landing page looks 100 times better. (laughs) And the proof is in the pudding that the percentage of signups, so the people that come to that page and then convert into wanting my free book, it's doubled. It's doubled. The percentage is doubled. So it used to be 20%. It's now 42. Incredible. And that is just from that one thing. And yes, it was painful. And yes, it took some time. But um, that is now running in the background for me. 
adding to my mailing list. So that is just an example of something that I've been putting off and it's really paid off. Well, well done you. I'm going to jump to my the thing I put on my uh, as number two on my to-do list and now I have not tackled this yet like you. But um, it's revamp my author website to make it a more enjoyable experience for readers. <laughs> Which is kind of like what you were just doing. So um, now that I've redone the IHS website, my author website desperately needs refreshing. My landing page needs refreshing. Everything needs refreshing So um, on my author website. So, yeah, that is something I need to do. And I'm going to need someone to help me with it because my skills are... Uh, how do I say this nicely? They suck. Shit. They suck. So, yes, that's something I need to do as well because um, I haven't blogged on my author website, which I'm not too worried about because I do the author um, newsletters quite a bit and people get to know me there and then people get to know me on IHS. But um, I need to make the author website not so shit. That's that's the that's the um, go. Yes, thank you. <laughs> God, I totally blanked on that. That's, it's the words at the end of sentences that you seem to be blanking on TV. It is really important though to do this because remember that like your your author website, not just yours, but all of our author websites are the entry point for readers to come into. And I want readers to come to my author website and click for the free book and then have a look around. Um, I'm pretty pleased. I'm pretty happy with how my author web website looks apart from that landing page, which was old. What is it? Old sort of code within the brand new look. So it didn't look right in my brand in my new author page, uh, my new website, which probably now isn't that new now, but it's probably like three years old as opposed to six years old. So um, now my new landing page looks more like, you know, it looks more modern, it looks more up to date. Don't ignore these things because they can have a huge effect. And I'm seeing that already. Make the time. You see, if I hadn't been avoiding my uh, football book so much, I wouldn't have made the time. But maybe you need to start avoiding writing. Well, I can't right now. I'm in the middle of Nano. No, no stopping. <laughs> okay. Um, the other thing I need to do uh, in December um, on my list is launch. It started with Kiss audiobook. Now that's gone off uh, to, as I said in the thing, to Find Away Voices and I ACX. But when it comes back, then I have to make sure my website's updated, my SoundCloud page is updated, uh, all the links are correct, and then I, I promote it as well on my social media and that. So it's always like, oh, you think it's done, and then it's done, and then you're like, oh, you have to take like half a day to, to do that. So that's another thing uh, on my list. Things are never done. No, things are never done. Every time I scratch one thing off, like 10 more things pop up on my list. It's like, I just, it's so overwhelming sometimes, absolutely overwhelming. And there are days where I just want to like disappear. It is, which is why you have to celebrate the small wins, right? I do actually think that, you know, my landing page refresh has been huge. Uh, the other thing I want to do as well is refresh my email funnel. Uh, so that is all the little emails, the series of emails that people get. Now, I'm... I think that they need a tweak anyway, but do you know, I actually went through my email sequence uh, when I signed up to this and I realised that there's too long in between the emails. I think I didn't want to overwhelm people, but I've got seven or eight emails going out over a month and the, the gap between the days is too long, so I need to shorten that. But you know, uh, um, one step at a time, I've just, I've, I'm still feeling the afterglow <laughs> of the landing page victory. Uh, which was hard fought and actually it's still going because I've still got some issues on my browser which 
which Mr. Man at ConvertKit couldn't com uh, couldn't replicate anywhere else. So when I jump off this call, I'm back on another call with him. He's mm. been very helpful. And then are you getting him a Christmas bonus? What should you think Does I should... he get a Disney shirt? <laughs> Is he a Disney shirt worthy? If he wants one of my Christmas ebooks, he can have all of them. There you go. I'm going to offer David that and see what he says. He, he might be over the, over the rainbow. Yes. All right. So a new thing that popped up on my list, which I was not expecting until a couple weeks ago, is apparently I now need to join Mastodon, which is a, a different social media that I have absolutely no idea about. I don't quite understand it. thing that's going on with Twitter it's not looking good, and with IHS, we use social media a lot to direct people to the website, so losing Twitter might hurt a bit. So we need to start researching Mastodon, and the lovely Jay, uh, if you're on her author newsletter, she sent out an email that walks you through it, so I am going to use Jay as my guide and sign up for Mastodon something I did not know I would ever say. <laughs> no, I think we had this conversation just before we got on, on air, on air, look at that sound so professional, but I'm not signing up for Mastodon, not just yet, I'm going to see where the dust settles because people are now signing up for Hive Social, so I'm going to see where it, where it all shakes out, but it'll be on my to-do list once it happens. Yes, because the to-do list never ends, but yes, I've been, we've been asked quite a bit from readers if we're on Mastodon yet, but I know that there's like wait lists now and then they're not really set up for such massive influx of people at one time. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. It should be simples for someone like me. <laughs> simples, simples. All of these things are so simple. Not said no one ever. Okay. Uh, in December, the other thing I want to do is, uh, oh, I've got to do is pay my company tax and pay my personal tax. So that's just a thing. And I've got to update my Amazon tax interview as well but so tax things december is tax month well that sounds fun are we doing things that we're supposed to be doing in december because these aren't getting done in december uh no these this is just like i did a few things that have to be soon and then um half of them are no over half of them are general okay because you can't cut my heart my heart started like thumping a little harder when i was like wait am i committing to doing all this in december because it's not happening <laughs> i also have to do taxes but that is not on my list i have to do my quarterly taxes which is always fun i love it when taxes never end but the next thing i need to start planning so this is like i have to plan for something when we all know that i'm terrible at planning especially when it's something that happens in the future but anywho, I need to start planning my 10-year writing anniversary, which is happening this July. So when I hit publish on the first Lizzie book, I had no idea where it would lead. And now I've published over 30 books, and I run a website dedicated to sapphic fiction, and I do this podcast. It's all really overwhelming and mind-blowing that that one book led to so much. But I would like to do something nice, and I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. But my 10-year writing anniversary is coming up. Well, that is lovely and um, I think you should do something really lovely for yourself and <laughs> not right. Uh, doesn't that defeat the whole purpose <laughs> of celebrating a writing anniversary? No, God no. Right? No. Do you know what? I really loved going away to Porto for that eight days because I just didn't think about work at all and I didn't do anything uh, and that's nice sometimes so yeah but yes you, you should definitely celebrate it in whatever way you want TB. It's your anniversary, do it your way, but you definitely need to celebrate. I'm gonna wear Disney stuff head to toe, 
and just like have like some kind of horn and I just keep blowing it, like tuning my own horn. Is that what I'm doing? <laughs> Is that my whole plan? If you want. I'm going to show up at your door with lots of beer and beer pong cups. All right. Oh, man. <laughs> then I'll be puking. For- <laughs> Yes, but uh, actually, I haven't got planning on my list. Now you've made me panic. This this is just to-do list panic. It live in motion. Shit, planning, I should be doing that. No, I haven't got that on my list. Um, the other thing I've got to do, which I realised today when I was looking at what I've got to do, <laughs> uh, that I haven't done, is thank my art team, who were great on the uh, Christmas Catch uh, launch. And because I've been panicking about the book the next book and then I went away I have forgotten to thank them so that's something that needs to happen pronto they get Disney shirts I'm upset about not getting a Disney shirt no one's getting a Disney shirt all right <laughs> step away from the Disney it seemed to hate happiness and I just have a hard time understanding that <laughs> I really do all right so that's always nice that's a nice little gesture so I have I only have one other thing on my thing that I uh, wrote out. Mm-hmm. I, I have a ton of stuff, but I could only commit to five of them for yeah. this uh, podcast episode. And the next one I need to start doing is more planning and figuring shit out, not on the Mastodon level, but on the translation level. Um, it's becoming the next big thing in indie publishing, so I need to get focused on translations in 2023. And I'm not looking forward to it because it involves... A lot of coordination, a lot of trust, and a lot of not controlling everything. So it's going to be a challenge for me on all levels. Yes, I would. I would agree with that. <laughs> it is a challenge on all levels. Uh, for instance, this week, this weekend, I'm doing a Instagram live with a Brazilian book blogger. Uh, so that's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because um, you know, I've never done one with somebody in a different country. Um, but I say yes to it because you know. Um, my books are doing quite well in Brazil, but uh, yeah, again, you do just have to, even if, you, if you're doing it yourself or you're doing it via a publisher, you just have to let go of control. Hard to do. Yes. yes. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that's going to be an interesting experience. There might be a lot of whinging, crying, curling up in a ball and wondering why, the, the existential question of Why? <laughs> <laughs> Although, having said that, sometimes if you do it through a publisher, it's quite nice because you just give them the manuscript and then the next thing you know, uh, it's like getting knocked out for an operation. You come round and your book is there, as if by magic. Uh, so, some pluses. It would be lovely if all operations were like that, where yeah. you just got, like, <laughs> money income. Like, <laughs> and my brand- operations in life have not worked out that way. No, you haven't woke up and someone's gone, here's a new book, TV. Well, thanks so much. And a, fu- and a funnel of income. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, so next on my list. Now, this is a big one. And this is one that actually I hadn't even got on my list, but it's been in my head. So it's made me write it on here. Write new blurbs for all my books from the first five years when I knew shit. Okay. That is a good one, and I realize I skipped over number one on my list, so I still have one more to share. Okay. But write new blurbs is, uh, I think it's always good to, uh, now I say this, it's one of those things where I'm going to say something and you need to um, not think I've actually done it myself. This is more, what is that phrase, do as, do as I say, not do as I do? Mm-hmm. I think we all should refresh our, our blurbs and everything, and I have not refreshed one. For a very long time. Yeah. But it probably is something we need to do because we've learned more of the formula and of all the stuff you could do to help sell books. And 
yes, good job. You're really freaking me out on this episode. I don't like it. <laughs> We're freaking each other out on this episode, definitely. <laughs> We're probably freaking all the reader, uh, readers, listeners out as well. Like, oh my god, I need to do that as well. Shit. I can't remember. My memory is terrible. But I was doing something recently and I went through the blurbs for the uh, All I Want series. And apart from Christmas, every single one of them is absolutely fucking rubbish. And I thought, shit, are all my old blurbs rubbish? So I went back through them and they're, not, they're all, all different degrees. Some of them are, are not bad. But none of them are brilliant, and I think I'm much better. I, I, I don't think I know. I'm much better at writing blurbs. I am now, so um, I just think I need to go back through and do it. But it is a that's a big commitment because it's quite a lot of books, and but I think if you get yourself in the blurb zone, it maybe wouldn't take longer than a day or two. Um, in the blurb zone, TV. Been in that any time in your life? No, and we like to do things differently. Where you like to get it all done in a day and I'm like I'll do one a day for like ever because yeah. I can only handle that much pain at one time so <laughs> you know but yeah. yeah maybe maybe it's my reward right once I get the footy book off to the editor my reward is to write blurbs for two days what a reward that is uh, okay what's your last one um I and another thing I need to do desperately which I haven't done for a while is update all of my back matter oh oh Oh, stop it. Stop it. You're hurting me. <laughs> yeah. It's that thing. It's an ongoing thing because um, I publish a lot of books and things change. Like, I think some of my back matter says, you know, um, I run a website called iHeart uh, Lesbic instead of iHeart Sapphic and it has like old, like my old Twitter handle and stuff like that. So I need to update all my back matter and I need to make sure that the sample in the back is leading to the book I want it to. And it's just impossible to keep up with. But I guess it's not impossible. I guess there's a way to do it, but I have not figured it out. Yeah, all the back matter, everything needs to be updated. You're and killing me. You're that killing is a project me. I just don't want to do. Yeah, yeah. So I did take a leaf out of your book. I did do some of this. Do you remember this year? So, because um, I can't remember exactly why, but I, I, I did it all for, I think, all the standalones. So I don't, I, but I still need to do it for both my series, and I definitely need to do it before I launch London Nine, which I'll be doing next year. So yeah, that's on my list as well. But I just wasn't going to mention it. <laughs> you made me cry. I've I've done it to a few of them, like the the most recent ones, the ones that sell more, where I want to direct them to the right places. I've done that, but they all need redone. Yeah, and they constantly so need it, redoing. I know. I need someone to like just do this all the time. I, I think I think what you need to do, not you, us all, is just like say maybe once a year go through and, and update it because you can't keep updating it every time you do a new book. But maybe once a year, even once every two years, is better than what I'm doing right now. So do that. Uh, I really don't like this episode. Can we just hit the lead? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got one more, one more, uh, quite a big one as well, and I've been going around this for a little while. Um, but it's definitely next on my th list of non-actual writing stuff, you know. Anyway, it's get a new laptop, get a new phone. But that's not easy, is it? It's not an easy decision because, you know, I last got a new laptop five years ago. I can tell it's slowing down, but it's been brilliant and I've made a good decision last time. But now I want to spend a little bit more money, but I don't want to spend, like, over the odds because I don't use it for anything, but, you know, I'm I'm not gaming on it or anything like that. 
And my phone as well. I need a new phone. So, but these decisions. Anybody, anybody know what new laptop and new phone I should get? Let me know. I, I'm Android, not Apple, but. This is something I recently just did, and it was something oh. I was dreading doing. I got a new, I got a new computer. I didn't get a laptop because I have a, a little laptop that I like, but I got a big um, desktop computer, which is massive because I am uh, blind. Yeah. And so um, I got that, and it's been such a long time since I got a new like desktop computer. Remember the desktops where mm. it had like the big thing mm -hmm. on? Yeah, I had to keep it on the floor and such. Yeah. So I was unwrapping the box. And it was a big box because it's it's a big screen. And then I took out the screen and I set it out. And then I took out the keyboard and set it out. And I took out the mouse and set it out. And then I kept looking in the box for the computer part. <laughs> and I was like, "What? Wait, is that there supposed to be this big thing?" And then I ended up um, phoning Miranda. <laughs> and I was like, "Where's the computer?" She's like, "It's what do you mean? Where's the computer?" I'm like, where's the computer? Because I had not had a desktop in about 15 or 20 years because I've had laptops. And she's like, it's in the the monitor. I'm like, that is brilliant. I don't have to have the thing on the floor. Ah, uh, wait a minute. I did not know this was a thing. What? <laughs> well, we we are freaking each other out and blowing each other's minds. Yeah. So it's just a monitor that you plug in and you don't have to have that thing because like my desk is right next to the heater and I was mm. like oh this is going to be a problem because it's going to get overheated and it's going to cause problems and no it's in the fucking screen you are blown I, I don't know what to say crazy talk <laughs> you should have seen me I was tearing apart this box <laughs> looking for <laughs> but it's been nice because um I, I do have a nice big screen and it's helped with the um, database entry since now I have my little laptop next to me and then when I travel and such that this it's a couple pounds so this gets tossed in my backpack but I used I used the desktop for most everything else and it's been lovely not to squint so much it has also helped my headaches good good and also what would you do without Miranda on the end of a phone in your life I don't know <laughs> I really don't know she needs a Disney shirt she would wear a Disney shirt, no, to be honest. No, She needs whatever would make her happy. There's a Christmas yeah, bonus. But, um, yeah, you. everyone needs a friend like that where you call and be like, where's my computer? And they're like, it's in the fucking monitor, you fucking moron. <laughs> but she's much nicer. She's never mean. Miranda's lovely and our to-do lists are long. And um, we hope that... You don't want to do them. No, we don't. But we've got to do them, but we don't want to do do them. So there you go. But we hope this has shown you that um, there's a lot of different things uh, that go into running a publishing business. Uh, don't let it put you off. It's actually, you know, quite nice to have your own business, but there's a lot of work behind it. All right, let us know what's on your to-do list. We would love to know. Get in touch with us on the website. Please do comment. We'd love a comment. Uh, I tell you what, if you comment this time round, I will put you in the hat to win a free ebook, any ebook from my back catalogue, including the latest one. Drop us a comment on the website. Um, it's at lesbiansyourwrite.com or email us lesbiansyourwrite at gmail.com, Facebook us, Twitter us at lesyourwrite while it's still alive, and Instagram me. But only comments on the website get a chance to win a free ebook from me. I was like, oh gosh, shall I have to like find all these comments? Because yeah. that's gonna take some work. <laughs> I'll keep a lookout as well, TB. All right. Okay.
do join us next time around when we will be discussing how our 2022 has gone. And that's going to be our final episode of 2022 uh, before we uh, head off for a Christmas break. Hurrah! But we've got one more to go, everyone. One more to go, and then it's la 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 la. La 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 la. Eggnog and cookies and watch movies with the fireplace going. I don't have a fireplace, but I probably could put one on my laptop and pretend. You absolutely could. Do that. And I'm going to go and celebrate Christmas by writing blurbs. Not. Anyway. Have a lovely two weeks until we see you next uh, in the meantime and keep writing. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Lesbians Who Write. Follow us on Twitter at Les Who Write or show us some love on our website by leaving us a comment or buying us a coffee. And sign up to our newsletter while you're there to never miss another episode head over to lesbianswhowrite.com. Also, if you could take a moment to leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would help more listeners to discover us. Thanks so much and see you next time.